Hi, everybody, and I want to welcome you all back to County Sheba, our podcast on everything sleep. You've had the pleasure of listening to medical students, doctors, even administrators in Agnomi that happen to have sleep apnea. And it's a really special day today because I, I wanted you all to get a chance to meet Chris, who is one of our patients in Agnomi. And he has a really great story to tell uh, about his time prior to Agnomi and now his time after Agnomi. And I think it's just really important to hear it in Chris's voice because I tell Chris's story obviously not using his name, but, you know, just tell his story to other patients and other patients that have a similar situation that he's in and that he was in and the experience that he's having now. So I want to, I want to welcome you all back to Counting Sheba. And I mostly want to welcome Chris to the podcast. It's really a pleasure to have you on here. And I can't thank you enough for telling your story. Oh, my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Yeah. Well, it's great to have you here. And you know, I kind of wanted to just get things started with just you telling our audience just a little bit about yourself. You know, just like, who is Chris? Like, t- t- tell, tell the audience, who, who are you and, and what do you like to do? What do you find fun? Well, I love to work out. I love to be on the water, boat, jet ski, kayak. Mm-hmm. Um, love hanging out with my grandkids, spoiling them. Mm-hmm. I just spend a lot of time in the gym. One of the benefits to what I've just gained here with the sleep apnea diagnosis is now I'm actually doing this with a full battery instead of half empty all the time. I just got engaged this year, uh, the day before 4th of July. I'm ready to make myself as healthy as possible so that I can give her the best second half of our lives that possibly could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's amazing to hear that. And you know, like, like me, I mean, you're a regular guy, you have things that you love to do, you love your grandkids, you, you love you know, all the, all the things that we all do. But I know when we first spoke, you talked about how you were just kind of tired, even, you know, when you were, you know, just a a big part of this was just not really, like you said, like your battery was half charged. Describe those kind of feelings. Like when you were like with your kids or when you were working out, like what would, what did it feel like? Tired from the minute I would wake up in the morning. Cup, mm-hmm. cups of coffee, come into work, have another cup of coffee. My energy level just wasn't there. I'd, I'd have a sore throat all the time from the snoring. It just, the, the ability to stay focused constantly on tasks at hand, things that I work on, it wasn't there because mentally your, your energy capacity is just not there. Literally nodded off driving a forklift and nodded off a few times head bob driving you know work vehicle. It just, it was scary. And it was, it just, I thought something was really, really, you know, not right. And then my fiance, her brother came in here in March for her birthday and for me to ask him for her hand to marry her. And he's a paramedic and he also has sleep apnea. And he came and knocked on our bedroom door and he said, Chris, he goes, I need to talk to you. He goes, you snore like crazy and you know that because my fiance was actually wearing earplugs it was so bad Mm -hmm. he goes i have this and i've seen it he goes you have sleep apnea and i think it's pretty bad he goes you really you should go get it looked at so my fiance seton who is everything in the world to me um we talked about it she got in with my doctor the primary care and she got us over and we joust, joust around a little bit with my insurance on how to, how to get it done and, and progress. 
And I ended up doing the home study. And with just the home study, you guys were able to diagnose and say, this is really bad. Your numbers were horrible. And and they were. I mean, my, my blood oxygen level was down to 61%. Mm-hmm. I was having, I think, like 141 to 142 interruptions per hour, which is crazy. Because I know that severe apnea is 30. That's five times. Mm-hmm. So now, e- even at work, uh, I come in here, everybody notices a difference as far as what I'm doing how I'm doing, how I'm focused. I always, I always have a tendency to try to bite off more than I can chew when I'm doing things. But now as I'm taking those bites and getting things done, it's, ap- it's happening. I'm not leaving stuff half done. I'm not, you know, closing, you know, holes or closing sales. It just, it's, it's amazing. It really, really is. Yeah. And I, you know, I, you know, even just when we first spoke, you said you would go to bed at a reasonable hour, wake up at a reasonable hour for work. And, but then you, like you I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you said you just felt like you woke up and you didn't really sleep, right? Despite right. the fact you knew you woke up a couple times, but like, tell me about that feeling. What was it like? You, you just wake up. You're, you're exhausted when you wake up. You're yawning. You don't want to get going in the morning. One of the other things that I was experiencing during this was constantly getting up and going to the bathroom during the night. It just, you know, if I, even if I didn't drink any water or anything before I went to bed, I'm waking up, my body's telling me, well, you're awake, go to the bathroom, literally going to the bathroom sometimes four times a night, mm-hmm. coming back, laying down, trying to go through sleep again. Pretty sure there's no way I was even getting to REM sleep. I was, you know, just kind of laying there with my eyes closed, kind of cruising through it and not getting the sleep, the recovery and the energy that my body needs to function on a daily basis. So you'd, you'd sleep, your sleep was disrupted by going to the bathroom, but yeah. were you aware of waking up 140 sometimes an hour? <laughs> no, no, those, there's no way you could be able to know that without your technology and your, your vision to look through this and, and, and read what needs to be read. I pointed out, when I saw the numbers and, and talked to you guys, it was plain as day. We got to fix this now. And you guys did. Well, you know, why don't you walk us through that journey a little bit? So how did you find Ognomi, like the app, like where, who... How did you find that? And that was actually through you guys. I was working with uh, uh, Kayla Freemoyle through mm-hmm. your office, and she pointed me in the right direction. She got me in through you, and then the Agnomi. I think it was a sleep coach that had contacted me through that and signed up, and he helped get everything dialed in. They did it all right through the phone onto the to the the CPAP machine, which is incredible because when you're working and you're farther away from where all the doctors' offices and everything are. It's a big time saver because I didn't have to take a half a day off to run there to get things done. He did it all right with the phone through the um, the cell towers, and we, you know you can monitor it. I actually want to. I'm going to sign up for the uh, monitormysleep.com. I haven't done that yet on the mm-hmm. on the app, but I will just so I can say, oh yeah, I had a re- I did have a good night's sleep last night. Yeah. Right now I feel I wake up, I feel very refreshed. I right now everybody in here we're my shop surrounded by farm fields so right now everybody's doing a little battle with some um some allergies but mine aren't nearly as bad as they once were this thing helps me breathe it keeps my sinuses a little moist and i think it's definitely put a little damper on some of the allergy thing too yeah and you know so you you went through the app to see me we did it all through the app right we had our video visit and we were able to get the test. Did you pick up your test? Did you, was it mailed to you? Like, how did you receive it? I had, um, I think, uh, I'm pretty sure Kayla had sent it to me, sent the results. Mm-hmm. And then my fiance went in. Well, she picked up the um, the stuff for the overnight study. And then mm-hmm. the actual machine 
they sent to me. It's out of, uh, the, I think, the, the distributors right out of Batavia, New York. They told me it'd probably be a week. I had it the next day. So mm -hmm. they're not they're not real okay. far from us. Kind of has an advantage being down the 90 on that one. Yeah. So you were got that diagnosis. We talked about it. We we hopped back on the app, right? So you were able to talk to yep. me about the diagnosis, and we came up with a treatment plan, which was CPAP, which is a great treatment when it's this severe. And you received the machine at home. And um, what was that like? Just like your first experience with wearing the machine? Was it something that you had to get used no, to? No, it you... really. You know, I, I snorkel, I dive. So I'm used to having things on my face. It didn't really bother me. You don't know it's there. It's so light. Mm -hmm. It's a little pad that's up under my nose. And I think the maybe the first two or three breaths, it took me a little bit getting used to it just because it's something on your face. It's different. But now it's, I lay down, I hit the button, turn it on, and, and away you go. And then my fiance Seaton's mad at me because she's like, how come you can fall asleep so fast now? And I, I got to lay awake and toss and turn. Because this little yeah. box right here does it all. You know what? I'm interested. Like, how about that first morning you woke up, like after you wore CPAP? Like, what was that? Like, what, what was that like? I could feel it. I could, I could, I knew. And I know that part of it's a mental game because you know. You're not to put all your eggs in one basket, but you're happy that something is, is about to make a change, and you know it is. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it did. And we left after the second day for Florida to go down and get engaged. And she mm -hmm. even said, she goes, in two days, I can see the difference in your energy. It's so positive. Mm -hmm. So it really, really makes a big difference. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and I will say this, you're one of the unusual ones, right? So like most patients don't have like this panacea, like sort of the skies opening moment the first night after they use it. A lot of patients, it can take, in fact, up to six months to get the full benefit of, you know, the CPAP in terms of your daytime functioning. But like yours was so significant, right? That it's sort of like even just a little bit more sleep. I think that's why it made such a big difference for you. How about... Yeah. Yeah. How, what did Seton say after the first week or two after you were using it? What, what, what kind of conversations do you have about it? She was yeah. so glad to see me with the energy, knowing that it, it's healing me from basically from the inside out. You know, I mean, there's nothing like you go to the gym to work out together. You're so tired. You're going through like the motions. You're getting half a workout. I mean, now it's I come home from work. I'm not laying down trying to get a nap. I'm getting all the different things done around the house. We just go. We we go go go. I mean, I got I got a few years to make up for that I cheated myself out of because I was taking way too many naps and and things that uh, to try to charge my batteries. Now we got uh, life's got purpose with her in there and my grandkids. Is, she's just she's incredible. What she's done and what she's meant to me and her efforts to help me get this done and take care of myself. That I mean, I couldn't couldn't imagine not having her around to do this. That, yeah, you're getting emotional. That's so nice to see that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, she means a ton to you, and she must be so happy that you're taking care of your health. Yeah. Like, have your grandkids noticed? Like, Grandpa Chris, like, where's all this energy going from? Are you playing with more? They just noticed that I'm around a lot more to jump on and beat the tar off because <laughs> they're Peyton's four, and little Charlotte's going to be three next week. And I have Hunter, who's like 10 months, and he's just an eating machine. He's a little tank. Mm -hmm. And it just, we just, we love to do things with them. It's just, I'm not, I don't go over there to see them and lay down and take a nap. And that happened for a while. Yeah, right. Now it's go over there and let's see what we can do. You know, Seton actually gets a kick out of watching them put makeup on. You don't <laughs> ask me where that started. But... That's awesome. That's awesome. But it happens. And then it usually ends up on Facebook. And then people I know all over the country are like, yeah, you're a piece of work, Chris. Yeah.
You know, it's funny. I tell some patients uh, when I tell stories where how you can be a better employee, a better husband, a better father, grandma. You know, you kind of fit the bill almost for all of them based on what you're telling me. You feel like you're doing better at work. You're more like mindful and like in the moment with yeah, Satan, yeah. you're with your grandkids. It's just so nice. It, it's really what gives me energy to keep on doing what I'm doing when I kind of see patients like you, Chris, and, you know, kind of see what kind of impact, you know, the, the treatment we've had and, you know, the treatment that we've helped you kind of get comfortable with and initiate and, and the difference it's made in your life. It really, it's great for all of us at Agnomi to hear your story and to hear how you almost proselytize it, right? Like I hear you've mentioned that you talk to all your friends and, you know, yeah, I, I've already seen a couple of Chris referrals, you know, to Agnomi. You know, that I probably tell the story at least once a day to a customer about things, mm. but, you know, what's out there and how it's changed. And, you know, it was crazy because right after Christmas, from Christmas till the time this diagnosed, I had put on a bunch of weight. My blood pressure was through the roof. And I think the reason the weight was coming out. It wasn't that I was eating any different. My body was going into shutdown mode. It was trying to preserve everything it mm -hmm. could. You know, I mean, I got more to go and to take off. It's just, you know, you get the 52 thing and things work a little bit differently than they did, but you can trick that and work your way around it and fix it. You know, that's, that's happening right now. Yeah. And we've learned that in sleep when you're really tired and sleep deprived, you, do, you don't really monitor your eat and you're actually getting sent the wrong signals. You're, there are two hormones, ghrelin and leptin that regulate you know, when you're hungry, when you feel full, and when you're, when you have severe sleep apnea, like you had, you know, you kind of feel hungry when you shouldn't feel hungry, you don't feel full when you should feel full, and then you do a lot of mindless kind of eating, um, because you're so tired, you know, so it's neat, it's not that treating sleep apnea, you lose weight by treating apnea, it, it kind of allows you to follow, it's a combination. yeah, you, you, you have more of that impetus to follow your signals correctly, that sort of thing. There is a depression factor that's involved there too. You're not getting the right sleep. You're tired. You're depressed. You're mopey. Your workouts aren't good. You're not getting the endorphins and the serotonin that you should when you work out and you have a good workout. It's not there. And Seton could even see it in me. She's like, you know, you're depressed because of this. And the weight that comes on, it's a depression factor. It's a whole big combination, but it starts with having a charged, fresh battery. When you wake up in the morning, you're ready to go. Eat right, sleep right, and everything else just takes, it'll, 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 yeah, it'll take care of itself. Your body responds. Now, you, I think also you mentioned that, you know, spending a night in a sleep laboratory would not have been great for you or like, did, did you avoid, you know, treatment for a while? It was a combination of the insurance mm -hmm. and then we were going to go with it anyway and just do it. Mm -hmm. And with the numbers that came off of the home sleep study, which was great because all she did, Seton went and picked everything up for me, mm -hmm. came home, the instructions, everything is super simple. And, and and did it. It was done. Yeah, got everything over to you guys. We had, I think, results were back within days. Yeah, no, oh, that's great. You no, know, at least at that point we had an answer and a target to uh, to to work on. I don't. I and again, thank you for all your time. And I don't want to take too much of it. I know how you know. They, we're all grateful to hear your story. But is there anything that you want to tell some of our listeners, like uh, those that might be afraid to approach treatment or? Absolutely. What can you tell them? All day long. Don't be ashamed if you think you have something like this. People have it. Get it taken care of. That's the most important thing. You got to, all of you have a, a lot of life left to live, a lot of things left to do. Do it with a full tank of energy. Go. Get it done. You'll appreciate this. You'll appreciate what Doc does for you here. I'm not going to lead you guys wrong. It really, really is a game changer. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. Well, that's great to hear, Chris. And 
again, thank you. And, you know, I, I appreciate you taking the time and, you know, especially your story and how much it's impacted you and send our thanks to Seton too, for, for giving us a little bit of your time too. And, and like I told you before, I would love to, to hear from Seton, you know, like to hear her, yeah. to hear her take on being like the, the Chris that she loved, but now that she loves even now more, she have on, you know, earplugs in. You know, and she did. She'd be ordering them. They'd be coming all the time. I'd be finding them laying all over the floor. So it's it's great. Now she has to, now the only thing she can hear snoring now is her cat. <laughs> Terrific. All right, Chris, thanks again. And uh, we'll, we'll see you soon. soon. You guys all have a wonderful weekend. You too. Bye now.